millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So don't worry about it. Uh, can uh, these neuromods make my it. wife? Can it make my wife look like a heavy from TF2? <laughs> <laughs> can I call it Nikolai? here the internet's number one fake history podcast has been has returned with more of what the people want to hear oris populi as i have often said mm-hmm. uh i am not actually your reboot peter o'donohue and i am joined by my underrated original and a canceled sequel so you guys can fight over who's who here uh dibs on uh, underrated original oh i'll be the canceled oh i guess yeah, <laughs> i don't have much choice do i huh? <laughs> <laughs> so- i got dibs on the only one left Oh, it didn't feel very Vox Aura or whatever the fuck. Vox <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, next ear. time you can get the big half. Okay. <laughs> that was the story my math teacher used to tell me, is that she would argue with her brother when they were young. It's like, I want the big half. And then she was like, obviously, six-year-olds, <laughs> you get it, that there is <laughs> pushes up glasses, no big half, right? Like, <laughs> it's just like this memory I have from like my grade one teacher is just like <laughs> the daddest joke I've ever heard. From me, and my, <laughs> me and my stepbrother when whenever we had that scenario one person cuts the other person chooses so yeah that I way that, oh that from the gif peanut butter commercial yeah oh, so that the, the the cut person they're they're motivated to keep it as equal as possible and and if they are if they fuck up you get a big piece i think we should do mm-hmm. politics yeah. i think well one, one person, person one person elects the government the other person sets the borders can you imagine okay. <laughs> one person yeah one person cuts joe biden in half and then the other wait gets to, gets to choose which which political affiliation he's with wait the, the other half gets to choose which uh which political party gets offended by it yeah right. <laughs> so yeah well i wanted to do more what at least one more assassin's creed episode uh due to what i've now called the creed curse on our show i've decided to skip a week uh if you're unaware of the curse please check out our assassin's creed episodes for more or maybe even join patreon for the bonus audio uh where we may have talked about it more on how the assassin's creed episodes uh have doomed the show um basically Uh, and also since we're actually uh banking episodes here big thanks to whoever joined patreon last week we don't have your names yet but uh uh, shout out to the one to five people who have decided they wanted to pay for this so thank you very much you will be shouted out when uh, in your due time don't worry exactly we'll get things got things we got we got uh odell caravaner we've got uh just trying to think of cool names that would join our patreon We've oh, got yeah. uh, Wing Jack uh, Sephora. I'm trying to just think of like, because I know a lot of politicians with cool names, like Stockwell Day is a ridiculous oh. one. Dick uh, Pound, another great one. I was going to say D- D- Dick Hanger, but Dick Pound is very good. Dick Pound, mm-hmm. Dick Pound's a real guy, just like Holden McGroin, who is a real patron of ours. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a guy named, um, in the 19, 1914, he was born as Gay Hitler. And it it was before gay was 
what it means now. And it was before Hitler was what it means now. But as he grew up, um, he got to enjoy both of the. Someone Google when the definition of Hitler changed. I'm curious. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can imagine one. (laughs) Uh, Also, I guess, uh, I don't know. Choose one name out of general is the person we're going to fin Dom on this episode into joining Patreon. Anyway, uh, this week's episode on Prey, Prey, and Prey 2 was requested by uh, our longtime patron and uh, good all-around good guy, uh, Jet Powered Bison. So uh, the the underrated original is Eat, Pray, Love, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we played, yeah, so Eat was the the unappreciated original, Prey was the one we know, and then Love is the cancelled sequel? Where, uh, yeah, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> After Bethesda bought Julia Roberts, they never finished Eat, Prey, to Love, so. Uh, is it, oh, God. Isn't it Julia Childs? I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> Julia Roberts is a, a, an actress. I, Eat, Pray, Love is a show, isn't it? Or a movie? It's like a cooking show. Or oh, sorry, oh. there is a movie based on like the original show. Uh, no? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm next week. Listen to the bonus oh, on Patreon for housewife lore. It is Julia, <laughs> Julia Roberts. Someone sniped the the rom com I couldn't summon the other day. By the way, of the one person who left the yeah. notes for their is P.S. I love you. Yes, I love. Oh, you. okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I wanted to g- give one to Bison as uh, as well because uh, he we've left him twisting in the wind in a long time. The thing he wants more than anything is uh, for honor, and I only oh, remember yeah. for honor exists when he's like, "Guys, can you do for honor?" I'm like, yeah. "Yeah, man." And then it has this like ethereal point in my brain where it just vanishes. So yeah, it's, it's water off three dumb guys' brains. Uh, yeah, I, just, <laughs> I thought about yeah, it. You can't get my brain wet, dude. <laughs> I thought about it a lot today. Ethan was talking about uh, Sekiro and the bonus of it. And a lot of um, the fights uh, in For Honor in the campaign is like you running through like a paper sheet wall and just messing some dude up. And yeah, yeah well, in the Honor campaign, right? I think we're yeah. all in the same camp that we're, none of us have done it, and none of us have really put any pre work into doing it. But we'd all yeah. be like super into a For Honor episode, weirdly enough. Like it's I, played, just one of those. I, I tested it. Like I, yeah. I worked on the game, right? I, I had put, like that, that weak contract with them. My PlayStation account says I have two hundred hours in it, so I should. Yeah. I should do it. But. I haven't played that much, but I've enjoyed every minute that I have played. And I do think yeah. that if there is enough, my, my whole thing has always been like, is there going to be enough lore or is it going to be like very surface level stuff? And you, I struggle. I struggle doing those episodes where there's not enough like depth to it. But yeah, there's, I think there's fun there ways is. to approach it. It's uh, like I saw one video series where it's like, well, the samurais versus like the medieval versus the what's the third thing? Vikings. The Vikings. Anyway, yeah. I mean, there's, there's fun like, ways who to do win. Yeah. Who would win if they actually fought and like how relevant they are. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Anyway, there's fun ways to do For Honor, which we'll do in the future if any of us fucking remember the game exists. For the moment, we're going to do a fun episode on Prey. So other people in Discord haven't so much as requested a Prey episode, but everybody just assumes it exists already yeah. because I have been on record saying that for a period of time, it was my favorite game. Um, and like improved with the Moon Crash DLC, which I consider required reading uh, for this class. <laughs> if um, you listened since 2017, you might have heard Pete's flushed out opinions on it because there was a time when we used to talk about what games we were playing, and Pete would yeah. talk about Prey every week for like six weeks I, straight. I was just, I was uh, just gonna say I was gonna yeah. say exactly that that we used to do that on on episodes. We and sell I think, it now. <laughs> I think why why people think that. Uh, we've done a prey episode is because Pete has definitely talked about prey for an episode's length, like cumulatively yeah. across all episodes. So, like, if not yeah. more than Easy. a full one, 
given those uh, back in the day. We used to talk for like the first half hour of every show. It was us just talking about games. Now that kind of became not, bonus content. Not but, yeah, fucking yeah. anymore. Now clearly it only takes us, God, how long have we we've been recording already? <laughs> Seven minutes. It only takes us eight minutes to get into the episode. Get on okay? track, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we still do the same thing, but now we just put it on Patreon and ask for money for our 30 yeah, minutes yeah, of yeah, rambling. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. want the crap, you can pay for it. So yeah, like on the subject of uh, me loving Prey, uh, since beating the game, and I looked at my achievements. Since beating the game in September 2017, I never actually finished a second playthrough until January 2023. Nice. So Six fresh. years. I was just like, I got to get back to that. And there's just like so much more. And when I beat it recently, I did a challenge run, like no alien powers, guns only. And I was like, even this, even forcing myself not to use half the systems, still great. It mm-hmm. rules. I never found the jetpack. I two playthroughs deep. I have still never found the this game's version of the bfg the ultimate weapon don't know where the q beam is never found it still <laughs> no the fucking opening, idea. the opening of the game's so great like i didn't I haven't played it all i played uh probably like the first couple hours of it but like just like the 80s music and you're in this like jet thing flying over the or helicopter or something a helicopter yeah. a helicopter and uh, you put it on our instagram the other day actually when you were playing through it in january uh yeah it's that, that uh, the music fun. is is yeah. slaps like the, the whole awesome. thing, it, the whole thing is fantastic. I've played, and, uh, Steam says I've played 15 hours and I think I'm about like halfway. Th- it feels like I'm about halfway through when I something I must have bought another game around the same time. Like it must have been around a Steam sale or something and yeah. just put it down and never went back to it. Basically, if you like Bioshock, it's slightly more complex than that, but has a lot of the same DNA. Similar people worked on it. So basically yeah. one of the other than the fact that Assassin's Creed is cursed, um, one of the reasons I wanted to do this because I've been playing Atomic Heart. And there is a reference at the beginning of that game. Someone says the numbers 0451, which is kind of like a, it's like it's like the Wilhelm scream for video games. Like it's an internal like it's a business reference. You put it in for fun, basically. OK, I wanted to originally do just a documentary episode about 0451 to just like, you know, like find out where that's from and why people keep doing it. It turned out not to be that interesting. Sadly, it's just a reference to Fahrenheit 451 that someone put in a put in a game they made. Fine. And then all those people left like Looking Glass after System Shock and Thief and then into Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite. All these similar genre games of like slightly more complex shooters called Immersive Sims. They just put 0451 in them to reference the reference to Fahrenheit 451 to Bradbury's book, basically, which I do Prey recommend. Isn't scary, but I found it a little spookier than the Bioshock games. Uh, you definitely have less ammunition is the thing that I noticed playing a gun only run. At least Uh, it is. You got to be a lot more careful. You're a lot squishier. And when you die, you go back to a checkpoint because you don't get resurrected by the magic tube. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more stealth. Like I, I never beat Bioshock one. I never owned it. Like I, I think I played a copy that somebody had at some point. I beat Bioshock infinity is the only one I like fully played through, but they never felt like very stealthy to me. Whereas prey felt like a lot like stealth is an assumed part of, of your, your player experience, I think, which, what? which might be what made me bounce off it. Honestly, uh, I did. I really enjoyed the, the world, the story and everything. I didn't find like the combat engaging enough to make the stealth worth it. Unlike, um, dishonored. I, so I guess I, I could say I hate people. I, I don't like stealth games. I never yeah. play them, but yeah. I did beat the first Dishonored. Like the, my first playthrough was the the no kill playthrough, and I did a lot of stealthing because like it felt so good. The blink felt so good, and like yeah. the pathing, 
the like multiple routes up to like your objective uh, all felt super, super good. And then like when things popped off and like you just got to like dash past everybody, like I, I thought felt really good too, which I didn't necessarily get with Prey, but I definitely don't ever think I got with Bioshock. Yeah, I got the no kill run and Prey by accident in January, uh, just having not killed anybody, despite the fact I set up some turrets who detected mind-controlled humans and just fucking slaughtered them. And I was like, well, there goes my, <laughs> there goes my clean hands achievement. Turns out, <laughs> turns out the robots got prosecuted, man. I, yeah, I'm yeah. guilty. I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm glad we've all played it, at least to an extent. And we're familiar with the genre, at least. Like, you know I love this shit. Thief, System Shock, uh, Atomic Heart, not so much. It's not quite as interactive. Your powers interact in interesting ways, but the environment, not so much, at least. That's uh, what anyway. I would like to come back to, by the way. I had, like got it for really cheap or free on PlayStation, because I think it went free at one point. And I was playing it like Ethan when there was a bunch of other stuff going on. Yeah. But I'd like to come back and finish this game. So maybe, well, maybe after we talk yeah, about it. You'll yeah, maybe you'll get excited you'll enough about it. Like uh, after Spec this. Ops The Line. You made me go and beat that after the last time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I, I didn't convince you to read the book, but at least you sat down for a bit and played the game, right? <laughs> <laughs> so before getting into Prey, uh, we're going to talk about Prey. Uh, which is a kind of obscure sci-fi uh, first-person shooter released in 2006 by the now-defunct Human Head Studios. So like I said, if you want the lore, I don't know, skip to the half-hour mark and see if we're on track, because uh, it's after the break uh, where we're going to get into the alt-history of the the newest one. Okay. But this, this real-life stuff is quite interesting. So in this one, in Prey 2006, you play as a Cherokee Army veteran named Tommy Tawodi, and he and his girlfriend, Jen, are abducted by a mysterious, like, organic alien sphere. Uh, she owns a bar, Jen owns a bar, and, like, while there, the entire building is pulled up out of the ground and uh, sucked into the sphere, basically. I'm sure it's not going to cover that, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Act of God. I mean... Yeah. They're they're on a reservation and they kind of operate as like outside of the country they're within, right? They're their own little micro nation. So maybe the insurance in Idaho is or on the Idaho reserve is better, right? So uh, at the end of that game, the sphere is launched into the sun, which rocks. And mm -hmm. Tommy is last seen entering a portal with one of the allies from the game with the words "Pray will continue appearing on screen after he leaves. Um, I was really curious about this when I was writing the episode and i was like damn dude like i i recognize this game as like the, the the game that lived permanently on the blockbuster shelf that like me and my buddy kyle would walk past on fridays and she'd be like <laughs> oh man wouldn't that be a cool rental never mind and then we would just go like get, then we'd go rent an asylum movie and eat doritos until four because we were uh, you know 14 uh, years old right th that game is papa the rapper for me or whatever that dog rapping rhythm game oh yeah i've seen that a million times Parappa. in blockbusters yeah papa rapper or whatever i never picked it up but i've seen it played since and i was like i would have liked that as a kid i, I should have picked it up but yeah so oh. um the, the this game was like on the back burner of the developers uh for a long time as well back in 1997 they had a build and the uh native american lead so the the lead character was always uh an indigenous guy from the u.s the original name for the native american lead in the original build was talon brave which at some point, they decided it was not going to be appropriate. Feels a like, little on the nose. A little bit, eh? <laughs> um, like I said, I never played it, but it, it sits in my head alongside two games I did play and really like, these kind of mid-budget shooters with a really cool hook. Uh, and the ones that I played uh, are Time Shift and Singularity. 
basically. Cool. So I, I've heard a lot of people talk about Singularity. It's a fantastic game. It was just like a one and done. Basically, it came out of nowhere, good, and then a lot of people had fun with it. Same with Time Shift. I Googled it to see, I was like, oh man, I'd love to replay Time Shift. I, I gave away my Xbox during the pandemic, so I like couldn't replay the 360 copy I had. But it's still 27 Canadian dollars on GOG. Jeez. And I'm like, guys, too much. this game came out in like 2007, and no one has talked about it since. Like, what <laughs> do you think? I'm. I, I was not it. aware there was another prey game when when I played the the sequel. I guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we're gonna get into that. Actually, this 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 is one of the reasons I want to do the real history of prey. Is is why everything is just called fucking prey. Prey's right? still for forty bucks right now, but I'm adding which, it to the wish list. Which one? The one we're uh, talking about. Yeah, the the, 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 the 2017 one right okay is is 40 bucks and uh cult of the lamb 25 percent off that's a good one whoa yeah, yeah. Okay. um but yeah these are like these decent mid mid-budget shooters with a like kind of one cool gimmick uh praise neat gimmick was that uh like was kind of the way tommy would move around the levels so they had like these magnetic like kind of or gravity walkways so you could fight on all surfaces of a room there was like these magnetic trackways and yeah. they also had portals before portal came out cool, cool. And so, like, they didn't work the exact same way, really. They were just kind of, like, neat-looking doors that you could activate because you didn't have a portal gun. But it still did the... It still did identical portals as at least early okay. portal when there's the, you know, you got the orange one in the room and all you have is the blue gun, right? Yeah, okay. that's interesting. Yeah. That reminds me, in Enter the Gungeon, they tried to put a portal in, but they couldn't get it to work in the 2D space. Uh, hmm. That's a, yeah, a, that'd a be, fact that'd be that tricky. I forgot to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. You could see well, it yeah. working, but... Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately in 2D, kind of at least, I'm not a game developer, it just ends up like Pac-Man. You just go through the, you know, left part of the screen and come out on the right, right? Yeah. I mean, there's there's like, in Enter the Gungeon, there is like things in the center of the room, like bookcases and pillars and stuff that I could see, like you putting it there. Yeah. And then like, like or if like, yeah, like the boss or like a mini boss or whatever spawns, or even, even a boss, like you kind of know their patterns, then you like put a portal on the top wall or whatever because you know they're yeah, gonna cross yeah, yeah. by it and then you have your like blue portal on the on the bottom wall and you, you can kind of shoot, shoot in the back yeah shoot through there to, to hit him it could be cool that's a, that's a warlock mechanic in world of warcraft too they have their portals so it's like you know that the, the ground's gonna get spicy here so save your portal for this phase and then you'll oh, okay. over there yeah yeah so i really like these mid-budget games again atomic heart despite the fact it looks really good and was in development for like nine years, really does kind of harken back to this old, older generation of games that I really like of like, yeah, it cost $20 million and we sold 15,000 copies and that was good enough. We're going to make another game. We don't need to lay off our entire staff and close down the studio. And it doesn't need a, you know, I don't know what the DLC plans are for, but like no season pass, no microtransactions, uh, the game, the story ends, right? Like none of this like Halo Infinite bullshit you see these days. Like back in the day, you just, bought a fucking game and it was good and ended eventually right so human head studios sold enough of prey one they were like eh, we can make a prey two right um they didn't start until the rights to, so they didn't own it it was published right uh it was originally owned by 3d realms i believe for like the duke nukem guys and oh, then was transferred to bethesda in 2009 so in 2009 they got to work on prey two so the nice. second game would have followed U.S. Marshal, U.S. Marshal Killian Samuels. It's too many first names all in a row. Cool name. 
Yeah, he was abducted at the same time as Tommy and Jen by the Sphere, but unlike Tommy, did not manage to escape. So Prey 2, after an intro, would have picked up years later while he is now working as a bounty hunter on an alien planet called Exodus, basically. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, sadly, like I, the game never really came together. They had like some story beats where they're like, he was going to meet Tommy because Tommy left in a portal at the end of the first one, and then you, the story shifts between the new protagonist and the old protagonist, and they're cooperating to fight a common enemy. It, the game never really came together, and like... After the announcement in 2011, the game basically just fucking fell to pieces. There is a CG trailer that people got unreasonably hyped for of like, even at the time, a generic neon sci-fi setting and like a white guy wearing a toque is using rocket boots to chase down an alien businessman and like everything about the rapper uh, (laughs) using using gravity boots to chase down a business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, He was wearing a beanie, wasn't he? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, nothing about it screamed this is the next big thing, but it was, you know, at least another, it's just a sci-fi game, right? Sci-fi game. Yeah. Um, Basically, immediately after the trailer came out, the game fell to fucking pieces. Um, And even now, like, no one really talks about what happened, but some, like, fragmented quotes from interviews are, like, the reasons the game fell apart uh, was were petty and political. So, to me, that sounds, as a creative person, I suppose, to me, that sounds like studio interference, where... Mm. The studio was just like, no, yeah, give him bigger tits, like, or some, like, yeah, dumb, yeah. Dumb he's, got, he's got to ha- have a helmet, like, Master Chief. Yeah, it's not yeah. live, laugh, love, it's pity, or, what did you say? Fuck. Some, I, I flubbed that, that one. You pray love. Pl- I, I, I flubbed that one. I had one set up, and I just <laughs> fell over. Uh, I'm not even going to try again. Let's hey, Jamie, not, Jamie yeah, 99 out of 100 home runs, but boy, yeah. every one of them is real stinker, huh? It was you pray love and something with pray and what uh, political petty pray or something. Live, laugh, yeah, love, yeah, pray, no, 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 2006. It's, it's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Bethesda, like they released a trailer in t- 2011 game falls apart and they're like, we got your back guys. But at some point, I understand we're here to interfere to give everybody in the game bigger tits, probably Lord Boys Cannon. Mm-hmm. Um, but the game about an alien a bounty, a bounty hunter, U.S. Marshal with big titties does need to come out at some point. Uh, in the end, by 2014, they're like, you guys can't keep burning money. We need a project. We need a product. Games canceled. Human Head Studios. You're shut the fuck down. Right. Mm. In a weird twist, though, as a normal corporate shutdown where everybody's just kicked to the curb, no one lost their jobs. Every single person was just moved into a new studio, which is currently functioning and hasn't made anything yet, called Roundhouse Studios. So they were just like, they just changed the sign on the building and canceled Prey 2. Yeah, maybe if we change, maybe we all change our names, they'll forget to fire us. (laughs) and like the whatever the executives come in from bethesda every single person in the building like men women children has like the glasses and mustache on it's just like huh well i don't recognize any of these people (laughs) (laughs) well okay you win this time human head studios i think it's kind of like something that happens though with acquisitions right like like instead of firing people they just like call it a new name and move like microsoft with uh all the people in Devolver Digital that made Gungeon were supposed to go to a new studio, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're doing our own thing." But yeah, I, I mean, uh, I it just, can happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just find it odd that like 
you don't like what these people are doing. And everything I read was just like, no one lost their job. You don't like what these guys are doing. You decide not to fire any of them. You just change the name <laughs> on the check. And it's like, yeah. well, maybe this time it'll work. I don't uh, get tra- it. Training's expensive, you know? So let's well, just that's, work that's, that's we true, got. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for the turnover, frankly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's too much attrition in, in trying to make prey, too. Yeah, shareholders <laughs> only care about attrition this quarter, so just move everyone over, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, I mean, I'm glad all these people still have jobs, right? It Like, that is the good part. It's just a bizarre mm-hmm. thing to do, I think. But again, totally. This, uh, this show is not financial advice, but if someone could pull up the Ubisoft stock, that would be great. I want to see where it's at. <laughs> so uh, while Ethan is looking up the Ubisoft stock, uh, we're done talking about Prey 2. Uh, we can finally talk about Prey from 2017. So Arcane Studios, which is a small French game dev uh, with a second office in Austin, Texas, is working on a game, and gosh shucks, guys, we forgot to think of a title. We don't have a title for our sci-fi game. Right? Oh no. Oh no. Says the game's director, Rafael Colantonio. I better call a corporate lawyer to see what we should call our game, right? Okay. Beep beep boop 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 boop. Give me a list of trademarks. I need a name for my sci-fi game. Hello, Chat GPT. Other- what should I name my, my sci-fi uh, game? Exactly. <laughs> 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 and this lawyer tells him, Well, you can call your game Prey. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, turns out, none of that is true, obviously. Uh, more recently, Rafael Colantonio has stated that he never wanted to call Prey Prey. They didn't have a title for it. And in this interview, he doesn't give the working title. But he didn't want to call it Prey because the current game, the game we're going to be talking about after the break, has absolutely nothing to do with the first two games. It is just a legal thing because Bethesda had a trademark they wanted to hold on to. <laughs> and yeah, it, and they made him uh, do name it. it uh, name it uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, exactly. Name it Winnie, name it Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, uh, the original guys who made Prey it died and it's been 100 years. It's like, it's 2017, man. It's been 11 years. Don't worry about it. Like, no, no, no. Prey is going to be public domain. It's like, yeah. okay, whatever, man. But yeah, so uh, there's an interview he did with Kotaku, I think, where he's just like, yeah, it's it, like Cole Antonio has since left Arcane and left Bethesda and created a new studio called Wolf Eye um, because he was like, hey, they won. He was offended on behalf of Human Head. He was like, look, I, it's like just kicking these people in the face. I am making I'm in IGN interviews marketing this game saying like, yeah, it's Prey. It's got a legacy, blah, 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 blah quietly and now openly that he's not a part of it he was like no one i'm shitting on someone else's work taking credit for it and this is gonna fuck up marketing because people are gonna think it's a reboot yeah this is what we all thought i mean i didn't because i wasn't aware of the original prey but of course yeah i mean uh the royal all right or the royal we i suppose yeah yeah. i will say the uh in the skull (laughs) (laughs) a a small tangent uh wolf eye studio i I knew it sounded familiar so i looked up they they made a game called um weird west yeah uh which i they have a demo on steam for and i tried it it's kind of like a diablo uh kind of isometric action rpg but set in the wild west uh with some like magic and stuff seems pretty cool i i didn't end up getting it from the demo because i'm not i'm not in it for a diablo game but 
or an isometric action RPG like that. But if that sounds like your thing, check out the demo on uh, on Steam. Weird West. Yeah, it's funny. I got it mixed up with something else uh, because I actually wrote a reminder to myself in the script like, oh, yeah, the Cowboys fighting vampires game looks very cool. That's some (laughs) other thing. It's a different supernatural cowboy game. There is vampires in uh, Weird West. That is like the start of the game is like your family is killed by vampires and you got to go like hunt them down. Okay, oh. never mind. Yeah, I got confused. I didn't look it up when I was putting this together. I was just like, that sounds dope. But huh. yes. So the when reason here <laughs> can't be a lot of high noon moments when you're dealing with vampires, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm> midnight. <laughs> it's midnight. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is the kind of real life history as to why the game we all know and love is called Prey. And it's just gross corporate bullshit, basically. And yeah. like the development of these games up until now. And it, it led to the creative director leaving Arcane, which is too bad because like he like a lot of like, when I looked at a lot of the stuff he's worked on, like Dishonored and the D- Dishonored DLCs, but then he went to the Austin office and didn't work on Dishonored 2. And like, I don't really like that game that much. And then like didn't work on Deathloop because I and I don't I mean, I did like that game. It's just broken. But like, I clearly like Raphael's work at Arcane because these are the ones that he worked on Prey in the first Dishonored and those DLCs. Where yeah. like now he's gone. Redfall's on Game Pass. But again, it's about people hunting vampires for some fucking reason. It's just like it's just the vampire generation at this point. I'm worried that that game might not click with me, but I really want to support Arcane because I think like somebody making immersive Sims has to be out there. Anyway, uh, you know it's, the guy should have done. Is whoever made him call it Prey or whatever, he should have taken that guy and put him in the game somewhere. Like, I know you read through a lot of emails or something. He might have. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, like say the worst things about him. Like, right. it doesn't even have anything to do with the story. It's just, like, if his name was, like, James Miller, you just call him Bames Biller and put him right in there and, and say whatever you I like. think you can just do that because, like, what's the yeah. coincidence, right? Like, I know, like, when I was writing, yeah, I used people's names that I spoke to on the phone right like they'll never fucking know and it's not yeah. illegal <laughs> yeah but i mean no it, it absolutely can be like you would have to it the burden of proof is on the accuser right but you would have to so you'd have to like in civil court prove that oh this person named ethan palmer yeah. is probably in reference to me because of the, these interactions that we had together and the fact that i made him call his game prey when he wants to call it mr yeah. magic's magic moon mania yeah. uh <laughs> And, and yeah, I think you could prove it as slander if, if you said like, oh, you know, this guy, Bame Spiller is is getting yeah. sodomized by clogs all day. You know, then that's the next <laughs> that's the next game. Just slander. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> he makes well, a call. Listen, about, yeah. If David Saxby wants to sue me, he can come and fucking get me. So that's basically it. Oh, he said his name. Yeah, he's not listening. Oh. <laughs> anyway, about, uh, we'll uh, find David, out. Yeah, David just slander gets- if we do it. Yeah. D- yeah. David gets no sex B. <laughs> oh, yeah, got right. him. <laughs> fucking yeah. got so, him, uh, dude. We're going to find what out. A fucking if, loser. <laughs> if Dave gets no sex B, sues Jamie after the break. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. 
Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody. So. Arcane's Prey has a little bit of high-quality alt history in there, so if that's what you came for, here it is. So, back in 1958, the real year, okay, the okay. Soviet Union launched the Verona 1 satellite into orbit at the Earth-Moon Lagrange Point 2. So, uh, we're going to add yeah. that one to the list. Uh, take a drink. The Lagrange Point is back. I don't know. Anytime we talk about okay, Lagrange talk points, about this. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 1958 is late enough to not want the name Gay Hitler, by the way. Is it? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, so Verona is Russian for crow. Uh, this is a reference to the protagonist of Dishonored 1 and 2, Corvo, uh, because Corvo is Latin for crow. For so bird. Pro- uh, Corvid. Crovid. It's certain bird. 19. Yeah. Crovid 19. <laughs> Crovid 19. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the Soviet Union launched a Crovid 19 satellite into orbit. <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock tried to warn us. <laughs> <laughs> so shortly after entering orbit, uh, communications with Verona 1 were lost, and, the, and a team of cosmonauts was sent up to investigate. Uh, the cosmonauts were all killed by an extraterrestrial organism, or crows, I guess, mm-hmm. um, which appeared to be made entirely of a shifting black fluid cloaked in black mist. So if you guys want to open up the first spoiler image in chat and describe uh, one of these aliens to the audience. I gotta, I gotta say, Romeo and Juliet takes place in Verona, the city of Verona, and this kind of sounds like the story of Romeo and Juliet retold. Like when there's the giant black slime that kills the all the Montes and Capulets in Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yeah, and then they find Juliet at the end, and then he eats the slime, but she wasn't yeah. dead. So then, yeah, everybody she, kills she wasn't Yeah, we're far out there, Romeo, but he's actually just transformed into a coffee mug. He's like hiding on the desk. Yeah, they're like black goo four-legged octopuses, quadrupuses. Gross. Yeah, uh, yeah, it'd be a quadrupus, quadrupod. I forgot how leggy they were. Like I, I remember them as black pools. I didn't remember the the four like extra long tentacly legs. Yeah, yeah they choose yeah. a form. They are basically a, a a living liquid, right? Like they can they can transform into objects. Like part of the horror of prey is before you have like a gun or any kind of upgrades or anything. The these specific aliens called mimics can transform into fucking anything. But yeah, they transform oh, into the coffee pot is one, and yeah, like, yeah. Well, hold, hold X to kiss your wife, and then it turns into a black slime in your arms as soon as you yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but like they will transform into like lootable objects that have the lootable objects in the environment have like a glit they glisten a bit, so you can kind of tell them apart from the background. Oh. Mimics will transform into lootable objects with the glisten. There is no way to tell them apart. 
That's from true. regular objects. So sometimes you will just, and they have a grab animation. So you're, sometimes you're just like, thank God I need this health kit more than anything. <laughs> Boom. The health kit is a monster, basically. Yeah. yeah. Every med kit has a dent in the front because you're always punching your med kits before you yeah. pick them up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like in a Souls game, before you realize it, you can just look at the chain and you you swing your axe at every single chest after the one yeah, yeah. the one chest eats you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, to to the Souls games credits, uh, we we do often talk about like the bullshit of some of the difficulty they have there. To to their credit, the chain is different. Whereas in yeah. Prey. The mimic is invisible. They're, it's yeah. perfect, right? Except sometimes you can catch them moving. They do reposition in the background. So like, hey, you know, it's like, hey, honey, you look in the rearview mirror. It's like, is that coffee cup falling a little too close? You're just like, yeah. oh, because yeah. <laughs> it's a mimic, right? Yeah, yeah. chalk outlines around like your pistol before you go to bed and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fantastic room in Prey where you walk, you, it's like an optional room, you go in and there's just post-it notes on everything and all it says is not a mimic, basically. Like someone has gone through and tested it and there's a post-it note on it. Cool. Is this game like, is there trials at the beginning? I just had a memory of like having yeah. to do tests and stuff. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's, part, it's nope. part of the story. We're not going to get into the game itself because right. a lot of the, a lot, a lot of the stuff that happens in game is people finding out about it. So like very much like yeah. uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, the plot is also lore up until the end, basically. Right. You wake up, you don't really know who you are and stuff. And, what's and I wake up and I know what I'm going to be. I'm right. going to be the man yeah. on Verona Station killing slime. Uh, <laughs> it'd be it'd be great if in that room full of where somebody had like tested everything and put a post-it note on it. If a mimic had turned it, if like one item had two post-it notes and a mimic had turned into a post-it note saying yeah. not a mimic, that would have been uh, fantastic. Uh, or the stack of post-its now yeah, is yeah. the mimic, right? Is the mimic, yeah. 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 In that game, the way too many people don't follow their, their security protocols at work. They leave their passwords on post-its and emails. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. yeah. When you get to work, you know, like when I get to work, right? At the, my, the first thing my boss is just like, hey, Pete, good to see you. Please bash your laptop with a wrench. And they don't do any of that shit, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make sure. Yeah. Uh, make sure to uh, write down your, your password and all your banking credentials on a piece of paper. Uh, crumple it up and throw it in the trash bin right there. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And that trash bin will never be collected. So just keep yeah. that in mind. All right. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. 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 Anytime. Don't Perfect. worry, Jenny. <laughs> oh he's jenny i didn't know jenny. uh my boss jenny jenny uh so the <laughs> footage of jenny and the bets <laughs> jenny and the bets <laughs> belton bond uh, <laughs> so uh footage of the attack on the cosmonauts was recovered and classified by the ussr as a state secret uh, Nikita Khrushchev was the uh, the then premier of the Soviet Union, took an interest in the abandoned satellite and figured that he should check in on whether or not that alien monster he had hard evidence of was still around. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'd like to think that when maybe they delivered it to him. Maybe problem solves itself. Hmm? Maybe we yeah, just exactly. go for now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, first minister peasants are hungry maybe a uh, problem solves itself yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> works well for the bolsheviks right yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> um yeah like i'd like to think that like he just gets a bunch of stuff he needs to redact in the morning with his coffee and his his newspaper of just being like here's your copy of the newspaper saying everything you did was correct here's a picture of someone oh, protesting we need to he photoshop uses, he uses black ink to redact stuff Whoa, the symbolism. Oh, yeah. Whoa, the monster was censorship. The whole Tol Antonio <laughs> added again. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the four-legged monster censorship. <laughs> oh man, Tucker's gonna be saying that in a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is going on? The four-legged monster of censorship is at it again. <laughs> Roll doll can't backs. say bad things about Chinese people. Yeah. What the is going on? At least that's what it would be if it wasn't censored. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that clip of him where he goes like segregation is and then he stutters and says bad. And yes, people like yeah. added in the skill check where he goes, segregation is bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a goof. Oh, what yeah. What a straight up goober, huh? Real you know, dildo, uh, that guy. Quick, he is, he is just the worst. Because there's like leaked texts of him now. He doesn't believe a word that he's saying. He's doing it for the money. No, for of sure. All, all Fox all, News people are all grifters. Of all the things, okay, just like everybody on TV, he is a legacy rich kid. His, yep. his parents invented like TV dinners. His, he's from like the Swanson Empire yeah, the Swanson of like media. microwavable yeah. chicken tendies. Yep. Oh. So Which now he's, from- <laughs> he's yeah. not only filling people with like awful food, but also awful information now, too. Yeah, he's exactly. Just One way or another, get- he, fill, he, he fills you with vitriolic black slime. It's a bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's two of the four legs of, of censorship is, is the, the t- television, uh, the food, the. Porn. Yeah, the, well, the the four pillars. You've got like the, the microwave M&Ms, brownies, the, the, the sweet M&Ms. corn, the tendies, and then the yep. instant potatoes, right? And that's the, <laughs> that's, that's the thing. So yeah, after two years of sitting on his four-legged censorship beast, uh, Nikita Khrushchev was just like, I don't think we can do this. Uh, I'm going to reach out to my good buddy, my comrade, John F. Kennedy, President of the United States. Uh-oh. So... Uh, a little bit more real-life lore here. In real life, Khrushchev was a huge fan of the Soviet space program, and thanks to his cooperation with JFK and both their relatively level heads for the time, they prevented probably ending the entire world during the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. Like, Khrushchev was a fairly moderate head of Uh. the Soviet Union, and JFK was a fairly moderate president of the United States as far as their warmongering tendencies go. Yeah. Speaking exactly. of Russian space program, you know, Russia's landed like multiple probes on Venus and has like video clips oh, yeah. of, of like on the Venus surface. Yeah. I mean, they're speaking of the, the space race era uh, of anything where like, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, the Americans will always, you know, be- beat their drum and toot their horn and say like, they won the space race. If you look up the list of achievements in that era, it's like uh, Russians first one to launch a rocket into space. First ones to launch a satellite. First one to launch an animal into space. First ones to launch a human into space. First ones to have a space station. First ones to they basically have every single achievement. And then the Americans were the first ones to land somebody on the moon and said, that was the finish line. We won. Yeah. Yeah, like they just straight up like at the end, we're like, oh no, it was it was to land somebody on the moon. That's what it was. But like the Russians were the first ones to see the far side of the moon. The first ones to right. the satellites around the moon. First ones to like any like probes on the moon. Like yeah, they, they basically I'd did like, everything first except for to land on massive sponsor of this too. Chris, you have like in real life, big space yeah. guy, loved it. That's awesome. No, go, if you guys haven't seen like the Venus landings or whatever, go find a video on YouTube. It's so interesting, and they kept hitting like problems because it's like. 900 degrees on on yeah, yeah. venus yeah. and shit and it rains and, acid yeah 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 and like it's not what they expected when they landed there and venus actually used to be a lot like earth so it's kind of like a harrowing tale of what could go wrong and oh, and awful. like yeah. the clouds are so thick sending transmission back was like hard but like right. it is just like a bunch of kind of like orange and yellow 
like slight kind of like cl- cracked flat rocks and then just yeah. like clouds and acid rain basically yeah it's, yeah it's beautiful it's so dangerous to you couldn't be there but beautiful no you'd never make it i think you get Wait, crushed I, by the atmosphere before I you bake go. to death no okay. i think it's it's comp it's comparable to earth they say that uh venus was probably habitable at some point until climate really? change happened okay. and turned that's... the rain into acid whoops yeah. yeah that's yeah that's what i mean like it, it was us it's our twin yeah, did yeah. you know that the Russians landed a probe in Ohio and have pictures there? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's bleak, yeah. I saw someone uh, had a take on Ohio. They're like, coming soon to Russian Netflix, a Chernobyl-style uh, yeah, yeah. series. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I don't want... I, making fun of that, I think, is kind of uh, fucked up. Like, right now, I shouldn't have, because it's, like, ongoing. Straight up, right. it is the U.S.'s Chernobyl. Like, the government cover-up, the fucking I mean, yeah. sponsored studies by, like... By but hey, the, the market, crazy. guys, the market will regulate itself. This is fine. Oh, yeah, they're gonna, right. they're gonna make the market is gonna make sure that the people making money off of this are gonna make sure it doesn't happen again. You're they right. feel really bad about it. Okay, the worst part, yeah, there's like, a thousand the, bucks for your hotel. Yes, the water is safe. Is basically yeah, like yeah. the craziest part of that. I'd be anyway. the maddest about like the people who lost all their like chickens or their pets and stuff. Like fuck, dude. Like there's yeah, like or real... their kids. Like the, yeah. there's the children getting sick. Anyway, oh, it's, yeah. it's, cur- it's current news. It's too it's too hot right now. Oh, we'll make yeah, fun of this yeah. in a week. Yeah. Anyway, back back to a, a horrible thing that happened uh, in 50 years ago that we can make fun of now. Um, Khrushchev <laughs> wanted to continue improving relationships with the USA, but then, oops, JFK was assassinated, and new President Lyndon B. Johnson is too busy uh, being concerned with his huge dick getting stuck in his pants. I guess. Um, <laughs> to continue working with the USSR. He's just like, hey, Khrushchev, I take your calls, but I got pants to buy. Basically, I hope everything goes okay got- over there with improved relations. And then Khrushchev was deposed. So I guess we'll have to just constantly like fight proxy wars forever now and make money off yeah. of that. Hey, it's me, Lyndon B. Johnson. I would love to talk to you about space, but I'm too busy driving my car into a lake. <laughs> <laughs> he had Did a... He do that? He- yeah, he had a he had an amphibious car that he used to like prank people that would visit him. He'd like be like, "Oh, let's go for a drive around the the estate here," and then he'd be like, "Oh no, the steering's out," and then would drive into a lake. But it was an amphibious car, so it would like float. That's kind of awesome, honestly. Yeah. It was a fun trip. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of awesome. There's like something I find a little bit like romantic about old U.S. presidents. I don't think this way about like Canadian prime ministers, but like Lyndon Johnson's phone conversations about his balls being like too cramped in the suits they gave the president <laughs> is hilarious. The amphibious uh-huh. cars, Nixon going to Bohemian Grove to like sacrifice the owl statue and saying it was Man. gay, basically. Uh, <laughs> didn't, yeah, didn't Jackson get like shot in the chest in a duel and still won? Like, yeah, Andrew I, Jackson. I think, did, yeah. I think yeah. Andrew Jackson killed multiple people in duels. Yeah, he loved yeah. dueling. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there was like a the civil. Yeah, the civil war ended, and he like forgot to get the letter that it ended, and just like ransacked, burned down one last town. I forget the name of the town. Did that but... happen? Was he not dead by that point? I don't know. The yeah, it wasn't well. a civil war for sure. That was. Yeah. That was uh, it was some that was old war. honest Abe. Old honest Abe. Who, what war was time. was he around for? The I heard it on an. I heard it on another podcast. Andrew Jackson was like the third or fourth president, I think. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Our president here. The president we're concerned with is JFK. Uh, Taft Uh, is is the best. He's the fat one. Yeah. Uh, Living large. So in Prey, JFK and Khrushchev began to work on Project Kletka, which is Russian for cage. 
Uh, and this was a joint project between the countries to contain the alien life on the Verona 1 satellite. So Whoa. for the moment, the satellite, whatever, hit the alien uh, material and it just infested just the satellite itself. And when Khrushchev, after two years, being like, ah, we need some help. We're going to call so, the boys. I so love his, the... Oh, the guy's name in Russian, or that famous actor, is Nikolai Kleshka. What is it? What? what? Nicholas Cage, dude. You told us how Klepka oh. is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we are, okay. You guys aren't always thinking about Nicholas Cage, too? Duh, the bees, comrade. Not the bees. Uh, <laughs> yes, the bees. <laughs> yes, and then I take my face off. Um, <laughs> That's very good. Hey, we are going to steal. We are going to steal American Declaration of Independence. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> we watched that Russia. movie recently. It still slaps. I remember you telling me on the Transformers episode it sucked and fucked. Oh no, yeah, National Treasure's yeah. good. You said it was good. Yeah, it, it, it made a lot of people shift their opinions on you. I think <laughs> you can't say I that's good. National Treasure, <laughs> great movie. It's bad. My wife loves it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Just, yeah, um, Ethan's just projecting. I do love the. Uh, I love the idea, like that. This story sees like the Cold War essentially ending with the U.S. and the USSR working together on something that is a WMD, right? Like it's a, it's a, a threatening the extinction of all human life, but the Americans and the Russians being like, well, if anyone's gonna end all all life on Earth, it's gonna be one of us. Let's go kill that fucking alien. It basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of the uh, quick uh, one of the quick little notes here, just uh, again because it's 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 in my mind. A lot of the reviews have come out uh, talking about Atomic Heart, and this is like in an alternate history where the Soviet Union won World War II and invented robots. I'm like, they were on our side. They did win. That's not alt history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like IGN? Like what the fuck does that mean? Like well, yeah. like what side did you think we were on? IGN reporter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, basically. Like, um, let's, be, let's be real. The fucking Soviets beat Hitler by sending wave after wave of their own men against his I'm Nazi killbots. It, it was a Pyrrhic victory, but still they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it, like you're, you're saying like they were on our side. It's almost like we were on their side because well, like, yeah. They're, yeah. they're the ones that really won the war. You know what I mean? Like the, the West held out long enough for the Russians to, to drive to Berlin and force Hitler back to pull everything back. Essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but anyway, just like it's just like alternate history. Like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, JFK and Khrushchev, they've got product uh, <laughs> project Kletka, project Nicholas Cage, yes. um, and uh, the Nicholas Cage facility was constructed around the satellite and remained in operation until 1980. So back on Earth in 1963, our first Catholic president was enjoying a ride through Dallas, Texas, with his main squeeze, Jackie O. The uh -oh. car is down, the sun's out, all is well in the world. The president, despite this, wasn't very happy overall. JFK was depressed and even suicidal. So after trying to kill himself by giving a gun to another man and having this man point the gun at him from the Texas well, school book depository, <laughs> JFK, it's, this was a suicide attempt by giving a gun to another man. Okay. JFK okay. We, was we filled with energy. We get a little lost in the meme sometimes. Is this like actual actual canon for the games that he was trying to commit suicide by a shooter? No, this is a, okay. this is a this is a total Sorry. meme. That that, I, was, I, I, I just wrote a bit. Is that <laughs> okay. 
I've JFK. fell for it, Ethan. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty sure Pete's joking here. Yeah. And this is like, a, oh, the CIA assassinated him and, and ruled it a suicide. Right. Uh, but I, I knew Jamie and maybe some of our listeners would JFK, after failing to kill himself by having someone try and shoot him, uh, was renewed with verve and vigor and had a new lease on life. And the CIA was, of course, thrilled to discover that the president was no longer suicidal. So, okay, so this this is the this is like the the fracturing of the timeline or the splitting right, of the timeline. Exactly. Yeah, we okay. split we we split in Dallas. And I think that is yeah. always a I mean that's a good name for an album if you want to split in Dallas, whatever. Check in on Texas, buy our shirts, whatever you want. So following the attempt on his life, JFK ordered that the USA take full control of Project Kletka and that the Nicolas Cage station shift its focus from containment to research. Basically, <laughs> teams of scientists would rotate in and out of the station for the next 17 years. So it's funny you brought this up. Like, if any of us is going to have power over this world ending catastrophe, it's got to be one of us. Yeah. After yeah. not being killed, JFK was just like, but it's going to be one of us, basically. Yeah, it's going to be us. Uh, yeah. Um, Khrushchev's history in the Prey timeline basically ends in 1963 when JFK takes over the facility. Um so we can assume that the more radical Soviets that didn't like his soft policy on Cuba and the U.S. still, whatever, deposed him and replaced him with the next guy, basically. Okay. I got to say, Ethan, since you uh, posted that clip last week of me going, yep, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> like now I'm noticing myself say these things at the end of the sentence. Ethan just edited down what it would sound like if only I was on the because because Pete so funny. Pete always pitches it as like a, oh let's let's do an episode where we just release one person's audio and I April I was like, fools. This right? is what it would sound like if we released just Jamie's and like you're you're not even doing full service to it because it, it's like there's such long pauses between everything. It's like yep, uh huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so slow. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I made you self-conscious though. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, you got me thinking. About it. Yeah. Got it. Uh, I, honestly, that that like single track audio is one of the funniest things I'd heard recently. It killed. <laughs> it was everything I had imagined it to be. Yeah. yeah. Pete, Pete loves that though. There was like one time where I forgot the the audio on and I ordered and ate a whole pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was like, funny. Like, like send it to me, but I was listening to a podcast full blast, so it kind of blended <laughs> up. <laughs> just like let let it let it ride, baby. Yeah. Let, let the recording ride. So good. Yeah, just the, upload it like that. Five hours spinning, long. man. Like let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. So the research of uh, now that the U.S. has full control over the station, um, the research was done under the title of Project Axiom, and the contained alien life was called the Typhon. It is named after the serpentine giant from Greek mythology. It's like the second most powerful thing in Greek mythology. I think Zeus defeats it to like rule the universe or something. Someone can pull up the clip there. But uh, they called it the Typhon. Cool. So in 1980, the Typhon broke containment in the Pobeg incident and killed everyone on board, leading to the U.S. abandoning the station. Um, Pobeg is Russian for the escape. So despite now being fully under U.S. control, they still use Soviet branding and like Loreboy's canon, I guess, is this was to deflect blame. Yeah. More than anything, right? There's just like, oh, well, the Soviets yeah. trapped this thing. I mean, it wasn't us. They killed we all were just keeping an eye on it, right? Yeah. Not even, right? Um, so lack of funding likely led to the disaster in the first place. I know we talked about this already, but that is very much par for the government course. And I was thinking yeah. about Ohio when I wrote this sentence. 
Mm. So when President Reagan, who take a drink because he is apparently president of this show, we talk about him so much. Mm-hmm. So we've got the Lagrange point and President Reagan on the on the card there. <laughs> President Nikolai, Reagan finally uh, Nikolai Kedga or whatever the fuck. Utka. Yeah. <laughs> Nikolai Kletka of, yeah. of Treasure National. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, this this place, this is in space that this happened, right? This is the space station. They this is the uh Kletka station they built around the uh Verona satellite, basically. And it's the the Axiom? Uh no, the research project is called Project Axiom. So the the okay. study of the Typhon is Project Axiom. Got it. Axiom, excuse me. Uh um on the Kletka station, basically. Okay. Basically, literally, that is what is happening. I don't know why I said that. Literally. It literally literally happened like that. It it is literally Russian for crow, okay? And literally a reference to Corvo from Dishonored 2. So President Reagan finally pulled the plug and ordered the station be abandoned once more. He's doing the Khrushchev thing of just like, if you don't look at it. I I mean, this is basically his presidency. It's like, if you don't look at it, it's not happening. (laughs) So he did the same thing in space. Once again, uh, the station was left to float around in space until 2025, uh, when it was purchased by the Transtar Corporation. So it was out there for a long fucking time and didn't cause any issues. The Typhon, even, I guess, like in, in game, aren't a spacefaring species or entity, really. They're not really like a species or a race. They're very much like a transformative, like sentient fluid more than anything. Yeah. Nice. But um, yeah, so they hadn't invaded Earth. They hadn't even tried. Reagan was just like, shut the door on the way out. And yeah. they was just left there until our future, until 2025. Although, whatever. Get rid of it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, the first act of, I don't know, whoever, President Kamala Harris is going to be to reopen the spooky station full of evil monsters. Evil Slimers. All aboard. <laughs> So Transtar, uh, founded the same year it bought a space station, is owned and operated by a mostly anonymous board of mysterious directors. So this company springs up out of nowhere in 2025, and it's just like, I got the cash on hand for a space station in orbit, basically. And they just buy it from the U.S. government. Cool. By 2030, the station was repaired and rebranded as Talos 1, which is the setting of the game, game. Ray. And then the following year, JFK finally died of old age. And this is kind of a mix of game and lore boys canon. Due to the anonymity of the people running Transtar and the fact that JFK lived until he was 114, I like to think the in-game conspiracy that the Transtar board members are all like the centuries-old elites that like currently run the world, Right inserted into the game's lore because JFK like clearly died when he was 114. So there's like some Facebook boomer in 2030 being like, no, there is a JFK conspiracy yeah. and he's 114. We can see him. And he's just like, he's just like posting his fucking heart out, going crazy. His family won't talk to him. And he's just like, no, we know JFK's birthday. And they're like, you're crazy, grandpa. J- like JFK, <laughs> more like JFQ, am I right? Looks <laughs> <laughs> like I killed him. Canon would be a great name. Was it uh, Lee Harvey Oswald that killed him? Yeah, allegedly. It, allegedly, 
What if, what if he did kill him when he was 114 too? Like left a big old yeah. toothpick, <laughs> kept a toothpick in his BLT or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harvey Oswald, I guess he was young. He'd be like 110 or something like that when he goes, oh, yeah. goes to the, the space station to kill JFK. Yep. You can draw that um, one. <laughs> <laughs> it would just be like the turret at this point. Because remember, like... The, I got the I got the uh, the no kill achievement when all those turrets killed all those civilians. So right. it's just like, hey man, CIA didn't do it if Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. did. Man, yeah, yeah, hands yeah, exactly. turret, clean hands yeah. achievement, nineteen sixty three, unlocked the, on Steam. The bullet in the turret has like crab meat or whatever. I forget what you told us about that I, whole thing. I would but... love to revisit, especially yeah. now that I listen to like conspiracy podcasts, like kind of like delving into and debunking that stuff. I would love to redo the JFK one. But there is so much crazier shit like in there. Pete, I'm glad that you've been like dating recently or else I might be worried about you living alone, listening to conspiracy. <laughs> and killing All day, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you're perfectly safe. Well, I, yeah, well, I'm, I might be lost. Who knows? Listen, yeah, exactly. You're yeah. not telling me that the people they're talking about on this podcast are you Q? Are you JFK Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie's Jamie's worried about you, Pete, listening to uh, videos where they debunk conspiracies because he thinks that they're hiding the truth from you, which is those. <laughs> oh, that's why. Yeah. Now he's become distracted by a woman that he can continue posting. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get through QAnon. I couldn't get through Chris Chan just because that stuff is like so intense man and to a point almost like intoxicating like these grand ideas and all these things not the christian side of things but yeah yeah there's no christian conspiracy no there's did no christian kill jack ruby is my question <laughs> <laughs> jack did jack ruby drop all his rings yeah, yeah. ruby also known as Eggman. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jack Robot R- Robotnik. Robotnik. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no one guesses what this episode is about either. Passing, uh, passing in the hallway, but it's like he's in that little like hovering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah the boss fight thing, the pod. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So a really cool in-game detail in regards to JFK dying when he was 114 is that when you upgrade your health bar. Um, there's like a little flavor text. It's like 25 extra HP and adds 10 years to your life. So the upgrade system like in Canon does make you live longer. Of course the character does not age, but it's like a really neat like flavor detail. It's like, yeah, like clearly JFK set up the space station and was the adrenochrome monster. Well, that's, that's the thing that's funny. It's like the conspiracy behind it is completely true in prey because it's just like, okay, so JFK lived to he's 114 and his space station was suddenly purchased and retrofitted by no one, apparently. And now he's uh, and now he's over 100 years old. Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? It, it's, like, it's, it's a true, like, in-canon wake-up sheeple moment, right? Which is why yeah. I love they, they shifted the assassination to, of course, like, yeah, like, the adrenochrome monster, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the only two board members of Transtar to ever become public were William and Catherine Yu. Y.U., and their children, Alex and Morgan Yu, would go on to be the primary human antagonist and protagonist of the game, mm. as well as high-ranking scientific officers. Uh, the player character, Morgan Yu, is the uh, like the director of research on the station, I believe. Whereas uh, Alex Yu, your brother, is uh, the CEO. He's like in charge of Transtar at this point. Cool. Yeah. So Transtar obviously purchased the station to continue researching the Typhon, um, as the 
like as seen in this specimen, the mimic, the Typhon biology is very flexible. They can do basically anything. They can turn into household objects, but also after they feed on other organic material, they multiply. So you have a lot of resources, basically. So after several other like unrelated incredible inventions, including the recycling field, which can reduce material into its like basic components, which in my head, I guess, helps with disposal in space because there's like, where do you put your garbage in space or on a submarine? So the recycling field would compress things into little cubes and cubes and balls. Right. There's like a recycling grenade you can throw in prey. <laughs> Primarily, it, you can use it to clear obstacles out of the way if you don't have like the strength skill or like a psychic skill to move something, you can toss a recycler <laughs> at it and it will just like dissolve everything in front of a doorway. It also does damage to organic material. So it, okay. it, it is like <laughs> your main saying, weapon. They're <laughs> testing it on humans. They're throwing recycle bombs. Well, it's definitely got the reduce part. That's less of a human. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, got, they got reuse, right? They're reusing it to throw. Right? They're using it for their baseball games. Yeah. Right, right. They're using it for catch with dad. Hmm. Bowling. I don't know how much of the human is reused in that on the <laughs> on the receiving end of that, but uh, the whole thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, this bat is 100% made of recycled family members. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> like eyelashes twitching on the top. Yeah. If you listen faintly, you can hear it moan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked Batman, but not like this. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> so yeah they had the recycling field and as far as your reuse question goes jamie they also have the universal fabricator so when you recycle your family members into their basic components you plug those cubes into the machine and boom you've got oh. your baseball bat that has your parents memories still inside of it i um, remember this in game yeah. now yeah, yeah. Okay. it is the crafting basically yeah. Yeah. yeah it also gives purpose to all the clutter around the world so like why is there the unattended basket of like post-its covered in passwords and banking informations? Like not only is mm -hmm. so you can hack into some idiot's computer, it's also raw materials, which is because the game can be difficult if you have no bullets to shoot the fucking monsters with, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so using the uh, recycling field for components and the universal fabricator, Transtar eventually created the Neuromod. Um, and both, like I said, both prior inventions will be used to do this. So you guys can open the second spoiler image to see how you're supposed to use a Neuromod. And uh, maybe you can describe it to people. You can't see the whole thing in this one, but it's a bit, uh, think, it's a bit grim. I don't think I can <laughs> describe it to people. It's, I don't even know what I'm looking at. It looks like a skull that's head up held up like by a metal structure and something going straight in through the left eye that i don't know it looks like some type of machinery with a canister on it i don't know yeah, yeah. bunch of uh, shapes there's like a skull jamie's right with this the jaw detached then there's like a futuristic sci-fi gun barrel poking out of its eye and it's got like a sci-fi ammo that would be some sort of like liquid canister on the bottom of that exactly if, i mean it's, it's all very good yeah if the steam community got a hold of the neuro mod they would just be giving everyone around them bigger boobs through your eyes well, they'd be like, trying to make great too right yeah it's like, yeah that too that too so to make a neuro mod 
you take a human who you have been told is on death row, so don't worry about it. Uh, can uh, these neuromods make my it. wife? Can it make my wife look like a heavy from TF2? <laughs> 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 and can I call it Nikolai? Yes, Jamie. Perfect. This yeah. is your question. Yes, this yeah. is the brave new world that I wanted. <laughs> orgy, orgy, porgy, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So to make a neuromod, you take a human you've been told is on death row, and you feed them to a mimic. So the way the mimics feed is feed. They kind of wrap three of their little arms around you, and then they jam the other one down your throat, and they drain your genetic material out, and then they multiply. Usually I think it's two or three pop out. So it's two or three extra mimics per person you feed them to. And then you're like, well, damn, that's a good ROI. So then you drop a recycling field on them and then you crush them down into their basic components take that and put it in a universal fabricator with some metal and some plastic and some mineral some wires and whatnot and boom you've got yourself a neuromod so it is made out of typhon material that they get extra from by feeding people to them so the use of the neuromod is a little less gruesome but probably more uncomfortable for the user uh neuromods can scan the brain um, the the main example they give in game is that there's like a concert pianist and his brain was scanned with a neuromod and the skill to shred on the piano was then saved in the neuromod and transferred perfectly into someone else. So now you have two pianists and can do dueling banjos, but with pianos, basically. So now that now that classic joke of like the guy wakes up from from wakes up in a hospital and the doctor says I, i'm sorry there's been an accident and he says well will i still be able to play the piano and the doctor says yes and he, he says well i couldn't before yeah that, that's uh, like that's, that's true now that, that could happen right it is the, doc- yeah. the doctor put the neuromod in him it, it should true. should have been the branding on like some of the posters around uh talos one frankly yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be the commercial before the the you know 30 seconds of uh of side effects that you get from neuromods yeah. right oh it's yeah, like the, it's like <laughs> yeah the those matrix. like medical commercials everyone's dancing and they're just like erectile yeah. bleeding yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's like the Matrix. So you can like upload your your karate pack or whatever. Download skills here. Yeah. Uh, I know kung fu exactly. So, yeah. it, but it is exactly that. Um, so I guess it's it's less gruesome than the Matrix because you don't have like the fucking whatever the the USB in the back of your head that requires a knife and a and a like a fire hose to access. Ugh. But yeah, anyway, it's I mean it, more gruesome it, in that it's a can of condensed people soup that you're in, that you're using to how inject you, it to your brain. Yeah, how do you apply it to? I feel like it was painful. Uh, yeah. So the tough part is the use of the mod itself. The genetic data is stored in the little tank at the bottom of the square device, and there's like a large button on the back, uh, and this button activates uh, a, a few retractable needles, basically. Oh, they so you inject put, the RNA, which re. Oh um, shit, dude! It, it, it tells you to stay are spike proteins, man. Five, You're just getting spike proteins everywhere. Five G. <laughs> Yo, the next G- black market is gonna be unneuromodded semen, dude. Like that's yeah, gonna be yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be worth more than gold. <laughs> Good thing. Uh, I've, yeah. I've Good thing we my... bought all that gold. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I'm be saving all this whenever... semen. Yeah, <laughs> gold's gonna be useless whenever unvaccinated semen floods the black market. Yeah. I'm going to call it the white market after that. Oh, I hope so. 
you gotta um, get like I, a generator for your freezer that has uh, all your semen in it because you don't want to lose all your semen in a power outage. Yeah, you want you need your semen fridge off grid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you do. keep your cum fridge off the power grid, man. <laughs> but you don't gotta write that down. That's fine. I'm doing it. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah. So I, I guess like the 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 Facebook boomer who was posting about the JFK being 114 would eventually go down the rabbit hole to be just like the unneuromodded semen guy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. He, he's got like the he's, he got the one victory, like Alex Jones with Bohemian Grove, and then he just went. He, then he just continues like straight off the rails and like and like way 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 too far. So mm-hmm. that's that's that guy. He's, he's got his off the grid clinical fridge, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, the device on the front has uh, so the button and the tank, and uh, the device on the front has like a viewfinder that you put your eye in for comfort, and then the needles shoot into your head and put in the you know the desired skill basically right. or in some cases even like genetic modifications which is how it can extend your life and all this other stuff so if you want to be a pianist all you need to do is you know use this thing to shoot needles into your eyes in canon prolonged use of jamming needles into your eyes causes what is apparently slight redness which is absolutely the rectal bleeding side effects of like yeah. a depression <laughs> medication commercial that you were talking yeah. about so oh. yeah um also, if a neuromod is ever removed, so you, it can still locate and remove. So if you're tired of being the best pianist in the world, you can take that out. However, your memory is reverted back to the moment it was installed, which is why uh-huh. the intro of Prey, you are, you know, you're, you're living the same day over and over again, basically, where your alarm goes off and tells you it's the exact same day twice, is because... Morgan has been installing neuromods and they're taken out at the end of the test. So every day is done the same way. And that's why at the beginning of the game, you have none installed, which is why the scientists who are observing you are so confused when they're just like, oh, hide in this room. And you like tuck in your arms and try and hide behind a computer chair because they they expect you to like turn invisible or transform into the chair itself, basically. And they're just like, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. We asked him to, you know, we asked him to hide in a room. And he didn't change into the furniture. I don't understand. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> that, that's like a whole genre of games, right? Where you play hide and seek, and you can transform into prop things hunt. in the room. Yeah, prop oh, yeah. hunt. That's yeah. it. Yeah, prop it's hunt. a Gary, there, a Gary's mod thing, I think. There okay. is the the multiplayer for Prey, which I forgot because I've never played it. There is a multiplayer for Prey. It's free, and it is prop hunt. You've got four nice. humans and one mimic, and you turn into um, oh, furniture, yeah. basically. That's yeah. Fun. I've never played those and one guy. I can't remember. That seems fun. Yeah. Uh, Never play those games. They always look really fun. I remember seeing one where a guy turns into like a gas station sign and he's just too tall to fit through everything. So this gas station is just like walking through this mansion and like, yeah. Cause 'cause I think how, I think how some versions or some like game modes are is like, you're just assigned an object like randomly at the beginning of the match and then you, you have, have to, to figure out a like, place yeah you have yeah. to figure out where to go to like fit in which is just, like, <clears throat> that's pretty wacky. cool yeah. it's like the yeah. disguise spells in like dark souls where you turn into a random yeah. random clutter from from an area and it's just like oh i don't know if the statue should be in the middle of the hallway i should turn into like a pile of scrolls right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, so through use of Neuromod's people, and in square brackets I put rich, uh, became more talented and healthier, as always. Um, and Typhon DNA in the Neuromods allowed people to eventually copy even healthy traits, allowing them to extend their health bars and sprint longer. So you could basically take any aspect of someone's genetics eventually and copy it into yourself. So anything you want. There, is, there are no more rich people who look like the rich people we currently have, which are like centuries-old mummies held up by their, their expensive suits. Everybody nice. looks good. Everybody can still jog. No one is stumbling over their world. It's like, no, Brandon would not be, like, America can be described by one word. Hasafaka wabachapobaba. Like, that shit doesn't, <laughs> yeah, that shit, that shit doesn't happen anymore. Like, it does, just no more. Yeah, but, you get a nice lady shot put you over a fence, probably. Anytime. Oh, the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then you could copy that lady's shot putting talents into other ladies. If your personalities clashed, you could just install it in your, your new lady, basically. Damn, you could get yeah. like the technique, the perfect technique in the biggest uh, Amazonian woman. Yeah. You know Nico- I mean? Nikolai That's Klepka doesn't yeah. have to be your last one. <laughs> and I can perceive her as a person who yeah, has a heavy. Exactly. So sacrificing people's aliens and then sacrificing those aliens to science does have to come to an end, as all good things do. And eventually, in 2035, the Typhon would escape again uh, and lead to the events of the game. Cool. Nice. So that's it. That is uh, allegedly my favorite game, Prey 2016, and a little bit of information about the games that came before. Uh, I have been your host, Peter O'Donoghue. You can find all my artwork and ask for merch over at Loreboy's Podcast on Instagram. Do it. You could read my comic, God willing, this summer. I'm pretty close. Uh, lads, what's up? Jimbo. What about uh, you, buddy? Get in the Discord. I was just about to say, you can post dog pics and stuff as my dog walked by over here. Uh, I, I post dog pics all the time. There's a lot of cute pets. Uh, music recommendations. Community gaming. People motivating each other to get fit, ripped, and uh, full of uh, mods. Uh, get in there. Get <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to be young, dumb, and full of cum, we got a Fit Boys channel. So. <laughs> yeah, that that's, cool. I, that's where my, my mind was going, but I said... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, if you guys uh, like the show, consider leaving us a review. It really helps. Uh, tell your friends about us. That's a, We can continue to grow. And if you want to support the show financially, we do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the lower boys, where you can get access to a couple different fun little tiers uh, of bonus content and of uh, loser titles and all this other stuff. And of course, if you don't trust Patreon, we do have Lower Boys Prime, where this week, uh, as I just said, we are looking to grow the show always. So we do need somebody to volunteer to be crushed into a cube. <laughs> so that your that enjoyment that you get from listening to the lore boys can be injected into anybody's brain. And then we can we can make sure that the lore boys reaches all people. And we 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 would strike this so you will be crushed into a cube and that is unfortunate. Oh, it's it's but, boys booyo. Yeah, boys booyo. <laughs> yeah. Also, we don't necessarily have the science down yet. So you may be crushed in, into a cube in the name of scientific advancement so that we can get to the point where we crush a person into a cube successfully and and yeah. and get to this point. But e- I mean, worst case, you'll be used for a tasty stock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, no Ubisoft stock. A real tasty <laughs> soup stock here. Okay. Can we get a price so. on that? <laughs> <laughs> I think that would cost you a lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. I mean,